Do you feel beautiful? Do you look beautiful? Does one really affect the other? Welcome to Beauty Inside and Out with host Bonnie Bonadeo. In our show, we'll help you uncover your true self and unleash beauty that you never knew existed in order to be at your best, both inside and out. Now, here is your host, Bonnie Bonadeo. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Beauty Inside and Out show. You're joining me here on Voice America, as well as my Facebook Live page at Bonnie Bonadeo. So I appreciate you following me in both of those areas and listening to all of the great information that we have all wrapped around beauty and, of course, from the inside out. Now, I know that we've all heard this, that we're supposed to drink eight glasses of water a day. And then, of course, I think the new, the latest thing was that I heard was half your body weight in ounces. Um, and that's a lot of water. And I would like to, and I'm wondering, because I know I don't do it, but I'm wondering how many of you actually drink that much water in a day, um, not including any other beverages, just water, and uh, does it really make an impact on you? And my guest today is Dr. Dana Cohen, and she's a nationally renowned internal and integrative medicine specialist, and she's got multidisciplinary approaches, and she's treating thousands of people in conventional and complementary therapies to be able to help them be at their healthiest. Now, I love her background, um, and I love what she's about because she's going to share with us from her new book called Quenched. Um, and our show today is called Quenched in Beauty. So she's got lots of great information. But of course, welcome, Dr. Cohen. Thank you. We always, always want to hear a little bit about you and, you know, what had you go down into this line of work and 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 a little bit about your history. So um, at the tender age of three, I decided I wanted to be a doctor and I never wavered. Um, I've always knew that I would get there one way or the other, and um, I just never wavered. I just, and I don't, to this day, I still don't know if my parents planted that seed or not, <laughs> but, um, but that's, that's how long I, I just knew. I love um, that. Yeah, yeah. I will say, so I made it to um, college, made it to medical school, I'm in medical school, and I'm going to be honest here, I was pretty miserable. Um, and you know, by year, um, year three of residency in internal medicine, I'm now $200,000 in debt. There's no turning back. (laughs) And, and, and also I'm, you know, seven years in, I'm not, you know, more actually 11 years in, I'm not going to do another residency to try to figure out what I want. So, um, thank goodness. I saw an ad in my, um, where I was in, I, I did my residency at Albany Med. I saw an ad for a world-renowned wellness center is looking for a doctor in New York City, and I was like, "Ooh!" I actually thought it was a, I was going to be a spa doctor, <laughs> and um, and it turned out it was for Dr. Atkins, and um, I, it happened to be on the diet at the time, and I remember feeling unbelievable, like thinking, "I can't." That was I, I don't know if anybody's ever done a low-carb diet, and the first time you do it. It's life changing. It's mind blowing because yeah, you're it so. Really is. And you're talking about Dr. Atkins, Dr. Atkins from the Atkins diet, right? From the Atkins diet, the, yeah. The one that we all know and went on that diet and felt amazing, but why we didn't stay on it, I don't know. Perfect. Good. <laughs> exactly. So I was I I ended up ha- getting an interview, getting the job, and taking the job, and um, and he changed the way I thought about medicine. And um, so I worked for Dr. Atkins um, right out of residency for the first couple of years of my being a doctor. And it was fantastic. And I, wow. and I credit him for my love of medicine. And yeah. 
So that is so cool. I, that's such a great story because you knew you wanted to be a doctor, but then we we kind of hit this point in our career where we're like challenged by the decision that we made. Um, but then to have a mentor like him to be able to bring you to it. So what was the kind of medicine that you really worked with in regards to uh, that shared time with Dr. Atkins? Okay, so what people, what most people don't know is that the Atkins Center here in New York was about 5% weight loss, 95% integrative medicine. We saw, I saw people from all over the world who would come um, from, you know, and spend two weeks at, 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 in New York just to be at his clinic. Um, and I saw miracles on a daily basis and uh-huh. miracles just from doing you know, dietary stuff. Um, and, and believe you me, those first six months, I came from conventionally trained. I, I fought him on everything. I was never, I was like, what's this intravenous vitamin C drips you're doing on everybody? And he would sit there and he'd laugh and he'd be like, go downstairs and go talk to those patients. Yeah. And, and patient after patient after patient would be like, I, um, this one had metastatic colon cancer given six months to live mm. 10 years ago getting IV vitamin drips. And I hear that story over and over again. And people, you know, would come with, I was sticking out of my head. I had a patient who had scleroderma from another country who nobody could help her. And, um, and he, scleroderma is where your skin actually hardens. It's an autoimmune disease, Ah. horrible, horrible autoimmune disease. And, um, and he made huge uh, differences in her life just by making dietary changes, by working on her gut, um, you know, that whole gut autoimmune connection. And I saw it all the time. And I was, and after a few months, I was like, oh, I get it. I totally get it. Just listening to patients. Wow. That is so mm-hmm. cool. So it wasn't just about diet, but there were all yeah. of these things that you can do to correct yourself in order to live a healthier life. And the Dr. Atkins diet was one of those things. That was the cornerstone of his treatment. Yeah, getting yeah. sugar sugar out of your diet, mm-hmm. and then a lot of supplementation, biochemistry. Like I learned more biochemistry in my first six months at Atkins than I did my whole seven years of medical school and and uh, residency. You know, because it's all biochemistry. It's all about supplementation, vitamins. You know, nutrition, the biochemistry of nutrition. So, yeah. What, uh, what is it that we're not doing a very good job at overall when it comes to our diet right now, do you think? Hydrating. Hydrating. Yeah, well, I figured you were going to go there and say that. Yeah. yeah. So that, yeah. And, and certainly that is our main topic that we're going to talk yeah. about. Um, I have to say. I, yeah, I think it's controversial, though. Like people are like, drink lots of water. You don't drink too much water. Yeah. Um, it's it's crazy that it's controversial, but it is. People are it, like, there are doctors who are saying no. There's no, every, nobody's de- dehydrated. Um, it's 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 unbelievable to me that that's even a controversy. But but it is. People just like to argue for whatever reasons. Um, but going back to your question about the diet, what are we not doing? Um, you know, I, I definitely come from a skewed population. I've I have very proactive patients that seek out my help in nutrition, so mm-hmm. they're motivated. But I think if you look at the whole country as a whole, we know sugar is an issue. We got to get sugar and processed foods out of our diets. So I think those two things alone, eating a whole food diet, getting rid of some sugar, um, are, are, are where we're going wrong. Yeah. And that seems to be getting more difficult and more difficult because it's, um, it's too available. It's too accessible. It's right there. I mean, it's definitely contributing to our overweight society. Yeah. 
Yeah. I think it's changing. I think, I hope it's changing. Like I said, it's hard for me to see it because I have such a skewed population, but um, I, I think, you know, that's why we're here. We're trying to get the information out and trying to change people's minds um, about nutrition and diet and that it can make a real difference in your life. It's one of the reasons I wrote the book um, because I think hydration is the first step that we need to be taking in order for our cells to be functioning perfectly and, um, and, and nobody's doing it right, including my, you know, from my elite athletes to my really sick fibromyalgia patients that can't walk in the door because they're so so much in pain. Yeah, yeah. So hydration is a big issue. But when, but in your world, talking about hydration is not just talking about water. No. So I'm excited to hear this because, you know, I, I lived in Phoenix most of my life. Mm-hmm. And um, I can tell you I was dehydrated a lot because you don't, you just don't feel it. You know, you're hot, it's dry. And so you kind of have a tendency, like I, I know in the wintertime, I drink a lot less water. Mm, I, you yeah. know, I, I never felt like I was overly active and I needed to be drinking all that water. Um, I'm now living in Atlanta. It's humid as hell. Um, and I find myself drinking more water because I feel, you know, I, I can feel it. I can feel the dehydration a little bit more. Well, you're probably also more in tune with your body. Like you're making a concerted effort. Um, yes. So this is the one show where I can continue to keep drinking and it's not going to look bad. Right. 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 So, so yeah, how do we, how do we know? So actually it's funny. One of the stories I tell in the book is about um, Phoenix and I, and for the most part, I think those people really know how to hydrate. They're living in the desert. Every hotel I went into had these big um, containers of water that were infused with prickly pear or infused with, um, you know, oranges and lemons and limes. And I, I like, they got it right. And I, I actually did an experiment and I started to drink that kind of water infused water that has mm-hmm. some electrolytes and those kind of things. And I felt better hydrated. So yeah. it's interesting, yeah. which is what we're going to talk about eating your water, eating your water. I love that. I love that. I heard, I heard something similar to that. Not that long ago. It was just an article that I had read. Who knows? Maybe you wrote the article um, where they were talking about, you definitely need to eat your hydration. Um, and I think that is a, a fantastic way to be able to look at it. Now I know that, you know, it's, it's, we have this, this controversy going on too, where it's like, we need to be drinking more water. We need to be eating more of those foods that contain that water. Um, and I know you're going to get to this, but, but just give us a little hint right now. How bad is dehydration going on in America? Okay. So um, I, first of all, I like to split it up into two different things. There's this overt dehydration where you need to go to the hospital and get IV fluids and you're really sick and you're vomiting. And that's a diff- we're not talking about that kind of dehydration, right? That Every doctor knows what that looks like, what that is. That's a whole separate entity uh, in, a, in and of itself, right? We're talking about this chronic low-grade or subclinical, meaning there's no clinical mm-hmm. signs to look at it, um, kind of idea. And, um, and we lay out some really good um, evidence in the book that it, it is, it's pretty, um, it's pretty ubiquitous. I think, I think almost all of us at some given point in the day, suffer these dips in, in hydration. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I'll give you, I'm happy to give you some, some signs and symptoms and what that means. Um, and the first is um, fatigue, fatigue and brain fog. Yes. Yeah. So I think to me, that is your first sign that there may be the subclinical low-grade dehydration before you reach for sugar in the afternoon, um, 
think about hydrating first. Um, the other other things that um, we lay out evidence for why many of us, you know, there's a number that's going around. This is the controversial number. 75% of the population is dehydrated. Wow, I don't know. That's high. I don't know where that number comes from. I actually think it's higher. <laughs> oh, interesting. Yeah, I do. And that's, and that's from my patients, you know, that's from my clinical work as, as, you know, practicing 20 years. And what I see, I always ask about hydration. I always ask about what are you eating? Um, so I think it's, it may even be higher than that. Um, other things you need to look for are things like, are you, uh, let's talk about thirst. People say, well, uh, if I'm thirsty, am I dehydrated? Yes. Yes. You're already long gone. <laughs> um, I think fatigue and brain fog may be even an earlier sign. You know, like you said, as a little kid, you sort of ignored your, um, your, your thirst when you lived in the desert. We, we could override that. Um, we've learned to override that. Um, elderly people don't like to get up. They don't like to bother anybody. It hurts for them to get up. So they actually purposely ignore the, their thirst. And then over time, they lose that mechanism. So it's not the best way to, to think about, am I dehydrated? If you're thirsty, you're already a little bit long gone. Yeah. Um, you know, headaches, muscle stiffness, joint pain, um, dry skin, chapped lips, constipation, um, Bloating, brain fog, those are, those are some early symptoms that, that you may be suffering from this chronic low-grade dehydration. Yeah, I, I think you need to plan for that um, throughout the day. You know, like I know that my office is upstairs, and so I fill up my water thingy, and then every time I go downstairs, I bring it down, I fill it up again. I, like it's, I, it's a plan. Yeah. Um, I know that if I, because I travel a lot too, I always have a bottle of water. Of course, I always have to wait until I get inside the airport to buy it. Um, but I always have a bottle of water on me because I just don't ever want to be that, at that point where I feel dehydrated and I don't have access to it. Yeah. So, yeah. So, when I first started researching um, hydration over three years ago, uh, I went to a conference in Las Vegas, literally in the desert. I'm sitting, you know, in a classroom all day long. There's a pitcher of water in front of me terrible lights, you're in air conditioning, literally in the desert. I, I said to myself, you know what, I'm studying hydration, I'm going to drink all day long, I'm going to really do a good job at this. I drank all day long, all day long, kept drinking, kept drinking. I'd go to the bathroom every hour after, after every lecture, um, and I couldn't get hydrated. Mm-hmm. The more water I drank, there was nothing I could do to get hydrated. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. And then this is that story that I started to tell you about. When I, a few months later, I went to a conference in Phoenix. And, um, and I drank different kinds of water. I drank. Um, you saw the difference. And it was, it was night and day. I, I, was, I didn't have to drink as much. My brain was functioning at the end of the day. I wasn't exhausted. It was a huge difference. So this is, this is the gist of the book. The book is that there is a new type of, a new phase of water that's been identified or discovered. Think about that. We know that water exists as liquid, ice, and vapor, H2O. Mm-hmm. Um, now there is a fourth phase of water. and Ooh, it is- Hold off on that. Don't tell us the secret to that because we do have okay. to <laughs> right now. And we're going to share that when we come back. So stay with us, everybody. If you're watching me on Facebook Live, let me know that you're here. Do a little uh, hey, hello, or send, send us some love. Or, in, you know, send us some love and drink a sip of water just to be able to stay in tune with us here. Um, and otherwise, if you're joining us on air, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back.
Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you looking to uncover your authentic self? Looking to improve your communication, selling, or public speaking skills? Discover Naked Audience Productions trainings on public speaking, leadership, sales, and healing. Mastering the art of authentic communications can change your life in many ways. From promotions to profits to enhancing any relationship, whether it's business or personal, finding and speaking your naked truth is a beautiful thing. Visit www.napevents.com or call 877-319-2403. That's napevents.com or 877-319-2403. What's your coffee story? The one that defines who you truly are in a relaxing setting. It's where you share your memories, plan for the future, and talk about the now. My Favorite Coffee Story is here with host Aniko Samoji. We invite you to listen in and share your coffee stories too. Bring your friends or just stop by as we talk about coffee and the inspiring stories that touch our lives every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Beauty Inside and Out with Bonnie Bonadeo. If you have a question or comment about our show, please send an email to Bonnie at BonnieBonadeo.com. That's Bonnie at BonnieBonadeo.com. Now back to Beauty Inside and Out. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. I'm here with guest Dr. Dana Cohen, and she has authored a book called Quenched, and it's Beat Fatigue, Drop Weight, Heal Your Body Through the Science of Optimum Hydration. And in our first segment, she was sharing with us that she always knew she wanted to be a doctor um, from the age of three, which is remarkable that you accomplished this. Congratulations. Um, but she had a turning point in her career, and it was when she had the chance to work with Dr. Robert Atkins. And we all know Atkins from the Atkins diet back in the day. What, what, what year was that, that that was really popular Oh, it's twice. So in 19, I think it was 72 was the first go around uh-huh. that it became a bestseller. And then when I went to work for him around 1998, it was, it had, so 20 years later, it had, a, he revised it and it had another big, um, you know, push at that point. Yeah. And so this was kind of the turning point for you to be able to say this, you know, I made a good choice, debt and all as a doctor, but I made a good choice to be able to do this. And now you're kind of focusing in this particular area of hydration. And you shared with us just before we went to break that there were uh, what we all thought is three sources of uh, hydration. So will you share that with us again? Yeah. And then know what the fourth one is. Yeah. So three phases, right? We know that water exists as liquid and ice and vapor, and that's H2O. So now there are um, there is a new phase of water that's been discovered, and it's this gel water or structured water. Um, and it's, it's a little different. It's a little different than water. Um, and it, they, 
it's it's the way that these the water cells, these so-called simple H2O molecules, mm-hmm. how they how they layer upon each other, and and or how they structure, and and it's in that structure that they they start to share electrons, um, and they become a um, a source of energy or a source of fuel from those electrons that they share, um, and it and it's in that phase that is found in our cells. But it's also in that phase that's found in nature and in plants. Well, um, that makes sense, right? Yeah, it makes complete. Like so, so much of the book is instinctual, yeah. <laughs> um, and it all makes sense. But it's a little mind blowing because it's all new information. That is remarkable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that makes a lot of sense because if you look at like an aloe vera plant or you know some of these other ones, and and the cactuses, when they say like, hey, if you're stranded in a desert, that you know, go, go pick to the cactus hair. Yeah, uh, you know, and the, so it makes sense. And that's kind of a lot like that gel like substance that you think, okay, all right, so this is what I'm going to do to stay hydrated. And of course, we learned that in school growing up in Phoenix. Yes, um, how to be able to stay <laughs> hydrated. So, so how does this gel like substance? Is it where does it come from? So, um, so there, are, so it's, it comes from plants. Mm-hmm. Um, and you said, how do desert plants hydrate? They hydrate via gels. But think about things like chia seeds. Um, I, you know, think about chia pudding. When you add liquid to chia seeds, it forms yeah. a gel or a gelatinous or a mucilaginous um, product. It's incredibly hydrating. So, you know, I'm here to say that um, we all need to drink some water. However, there's a much more effective way at getting hydrated where, our, where it gets intracellular into our cells. There's a much more effective way, and that's by eating these foods that are very rich in gel water and gel. Um, and chia seeds is the top of the list. Chia seeds is, the, uh, as far as I'm concerned, the, 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 um, the, the superfood of the, of the year. <laughs> and. And th- no, but normally they're dry seeds. So do you do you hydrate them and then eat them? Yes, or you, you, you add, them and they'll hydrate internally. Both. Okay. Um, both. Yeah. Um, so there's a we talk about my co-author is a, a, a cultural anthropologist, and so she brought all these beautiful, wonderful anthropological stories about um, how desert people hydrate. And I will tell you right now, they don't hydrate by drinking eight glasses of water a day. <laughs> um, there is a, a tribe called the Tara Humari tribe from Mexico who ran 50-mile marathons on chia seeds by eating chia seeds and a little bit of water. Um, so chia seeds, you, you do need some water, but even intra, you know, once you eat them, the, it'll combine with water and form some of that structured gel water. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's... That is, uh, that is very interesting. So, and chia seeds, you can buy them in any health food store and in bulk and everything. Chia so seeds are kind of, cheap. They're, they are, um, they're, very inexpensive. they're really inexpensive. <laughs> throw them in your smoothies. You could throw them on your yogurt. You could throw them in your salads. Um, they're really good for um, digestion. They're very high in um, our, our, omega, our parent omega-3s, alpha-linoleic acid, ALA, which we need. We need... Um, fat for our cell membranes so that's um there's a whole chapter dedicated to fat in the book um which is fascinating and that's part of the hydration story believe it or not oh that's good Uh, yeah so chia seeds um everywhere they're found everywhere easy to use they have no taste um and they're really 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 good for you oh i love that so what are some of the what are some of the problems that can arise if we're not hydrating ourselves appropriately because i know that a lot of times people yeah. talk about it in relation to weight loss you know if you want to lose weight drink more water um, yeah. 
you know, don't eat carbs, drink more water type of thing. Yeah. What are some real serious issues we might be up against by being hydrated like this? Yeah. Um, So I'll give you a couple. How about um, this chronic low-grade dehydration puts you at risk for certain cancers, Mm. colon cancer, bladder cancer. Um, It puts you at risk for, let alone, you know, headaches and fibromyalgia and chronic disease. But we even lay out some very good research evidence about it puts you at risk for type 2 diabetes. Um, Alzheimer's disease, so some some pretty pretty big things um, that this day in day out dehydration can put you at risk. I, you know, for me, it's um, it is the baseline of of prevention and the first first line therapy for prevention and treatment of any chronic illness. You need to make sure that you are you know how to properly hydrate and that you're optimally hydrated, and then from there you can go to any nutrition plan you decide you want to go to, whether it's, mm-hmm. you know, vegan to keto, whatever, and anything in between, you have to start here though. You need to know what it feels like to feel, to be perfectly hydrated because that's the baseline of health homeostasis. When our cells are in homeostasis, meaning the water in and the water out is equi- equilibrated, that's optimal health right there. Okay. Now is, is then, do you still recommend Dr. Cohen, do you still recommend that we drink eight eight glasses of water a day or half our body weight in ounces? Um, so I, I like half our, half your weight in ounces better. Um, cause we're all different shapes and sizes. Right. We all sweat differently. We all work differently. We all live in different environments. So eight ounces a day, I mean, eight glasses a day comes from nowhere. I don't know where it even comes from. Mm-hmm. Half your weight in ounces is definitely a better a better thing, but everybody's different. And, you know, it also depends on how you're eating. If you're eating well, you're eating more whole foods, more hydrating foods. You don't, you know, I know I've, I go days, some, I mean, I go a full day without having one glass of water. I'm like, how am I standing? Because I ate really well that day, you know, and I know, um, I know, I know how to do it. So in the book, we lay out five days of a very simple, and by the way, the book is written for the masses. It's written for everybody. Anybody can do this. Um, you don't need to have a lot of money. You don't need to buy a $400 Vitamix blender. Anybody can do it. Um, and you need to find out for yourself what's that optimal, what's that point for you of where you're optimally hydrated. Mm-hmm. But yes, it includes some water. We need to drink some water. Um, it's different for everybody what they need to drink. Is um, sparkling water or carbonated water any different from water in relation to drink water? Um, you know, that's a really good question. And I think the jury is still out on that. I drink um, sparkling mineral water is what I typically drink. I drink mm-hmm. Pellegrino actually, but this is what all they had. Um, so, and I, and I think that that is good. That is okay. But carbonated um, water that's um, like diet sodas and those kind of things are not, no. not okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But just the sparkling water is is equivalent to water in that case. Sparkling mineral water is great. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. So other than chia seeds, what are some other other things we can be eating and doing in order to hydrate ourselves within our diet? Okay. Um, I'm going to talk about, so in the book, there's over 50. Also one more step back. Okay. Um, One, a rule of good hydration and a rule of the book is um, to drink one smoothie a day, a green smoothie a day, okay? Um, sounds uh, instinctual. Like, I don't know. I know 
when I first started drinking a green smoothie a day, I was like, wow, I feel so much better. Like people know it's good for you, I think. Um, I also want to just define a smoothie is a blended vegetable, maybe a little bit of fruit in their drink versus an extracted juice drink. I'm not talking about juicing. I'm talking about smoothies and, and I'm not talking about ice cream. So I'm not talking about adding yogurt and ice cream, you know. I'm talking about, all I'm talking about are blended are, are vegetables. Are you sure you're not talking about margaritas? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm talking about blended vegetables um, that have water added to them um, and, um, and maybe a little fruit for flavor. I always put chia seeds in it. You could put a little lemon, a little ginger, whatever it may be. And we lay out 50 recipes in the book. So today I want to talk. Blended recipes well some uh, not only smoothies but there's popsicles there's some soups in there there's some i even give a recipe for my mom's um roasted chicken (laughs) just because i think we've lost the art of learning how to roast a chicken Um, Uh agreed agreed you know my mother makes an amazing roasted chicken that even if i try to do it it's like it's missing the mom love or something Uh, It's easy. And I think we need to go back to cooking. So I I wanted that recipe in there. I fought for it. (laughs) Oh, that's perfect. Good. So, so so this, so the, the smoothie is vegetables. Now, are there some favorite vegetables or are there some better vegetables we need to be considering in regards to this green smoothie? Any greens you choose are going to be great. It could be collards. It could be kale. It could be spinach. Um, I will say, I love talking about this because um, we used to think that iceberg lettuce has zero nutritional value. Um, it is one of the most hydrating foods Woo. on earth, right? I love so. that because I really <laughs> do love an iceberg salad because I, I love it too. afterwards. Yeah, yeah. So, and, and as you'll learn from the book that, that water is fuel. It's not only hydration. It holds electrical charge and give, and is fuel for your cells. So, um, so iceberg lettuce is fuel. <laughs> it's really good for you. Um, yeah, I love that. So let's talk about some fun, fun foods, given that it's still summer. Um, and uh, we talked about chia seeds. Um, we talked a little bit about prickly pears. Prickly pears is cactus fruit. Prickly pear um, margaritas? <laughs> no alcohol i will say um is dehydrating very very much so it's it yeah. is an absolute dehydration um but i will give you something coffee is anything under four cups is not dehydrated it's not a diuretic so it's okay and as long as you're eating good maybe organic coffee um i don't have a problem with coffee so that's that's a plus that is a plus because I do enjoy a nice cup of coffee in the morning. And, you know, I usually try to do a glass of water when I wake up and then a cup of coffee. And then there's that there's that lapse in the day. And then I start feeling fatigued and foggy. And then I'm like, oh, drink more water, drink more water. Yeah. 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 Uh, you just I want to say one quick thing. Um, waking up. One, another rule I'm going to throw out for you. First thing in the morning, drinking a big glass of water, I recommend 16 ounces mm-hmm. with a little pinch of natural sea salt. So you want to do like Celtic sea salt. It gives you electrolytes and minerals, um, and you can throw a little squeeze of lemon in there. But front-loading your water is how desert people hydrate. So you want to get yeah. a, a big glass of water first thing in the morning, which you're already doing, which is great. Um, so prickly pears is um, is a fun food to talk about. If you've ever, if anybody's, uh, they're found everywhere now, by the way. Um, and uh, they they come from Mexico. You cut off both ends and um, and you just blend it up. I blend it up with the skin. Um, and it's, as soon as you open it though, it's very gelatinous. Um, 
it has some nice, it's delicious. Um, you can make smoothies out of it. Um, and what is it again? Prickly pear. Oh, prickly pear. Going, yeah, going yeah. back to the prickly yeah. pear. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I get prickly pear even here in Atlanta at Sprouts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they've been shown to help with type two diabetes, blood sugar stuff, helping lower cholesterol, um, arthritis it's been good for. So prickly pear is a wonderful, fun, sort of different food to talk about when you're talking about hydration. And, um, and I, I like to include it because of that story of when I, when I was in mm-hmm. Phoenix and they had it, the infused waters and just, or just infuse it in water. Um, it doesn't need to be strained because it has a lot of seeds in it. Um, so prickly pear is fantastic. Um, do you know what lychee fruits are? Yes, I had my first um, lychee fruit in New York. Well, I guess it's almost been a year because it was in October and I loved it. Yes, so delicious. Lychee fruit are um, uh, um, Asian. They come from Asia. Um, They are seasonal. They're hard to find sometimes here. They're very high in vitamin C. um, But the whole thing is that these ancient Chinese princesses used to use it for, for youthful skin. So lychee is really good for your for your skin. Um, it helps boost your immune system. It helps with inflammation. Mm-hmm. Um, couple of and and there are these little tiny like balls that you just pop open and and once again that gel is just sticking out. You could just eat it like that. Yeah. You could also infuse your water with it. Will help structure your water. Um, the one thing about lychee lychee two things. Um, it is seasonal and they. Um, they do make a canned lychee, which is just loaded with sugar and disgusting. So don't don't do that. Um, and, but they're high in sugar, so we do yeah. need to be a little careful about um, about how we eat our, our lychee. Um, I'll often throw one or two in my in my smoothie or in my water. But I often um, we talked about supplementation a little bit earlier. I supplement um, lychee. There's a phenomenal supplement I love to use called um, oligonol. Oops, sorry. <laughs> called oligonol, um, O-L-I-G-O-N-O-L. Um, it's basically made from lychee, and it's um, a very concentrated form of lychee that's been shown, speaking of the beauty channel, it's been shown to, um, actually, I think I have a bottle here, and it even says it on the bottle, decreases skin wrinkles and brown spots, um, and it reduces belly fat. Um, yeah. A lychee like is, yeah. And this lychee, is a tablet that you're doing? This is a little supplement. Here it is. Okay. All right. Perfect. <laughs> I, I take mine every day. And what I'll do in the winter when I can't get lychee fruit or, but I take this every day, but I'll often open it up and put it in my smoothie because it is water soluble. Okay. It's a great, great product. Um, and then, so that's lychee. And then the last thing I would, since we're on the whole sort of cactus thing is aloe. Aloe, um, yeah. Aloe is incredibly hydrating. I know I grew up in South Florida um, if I burned myself, my mom would go outside, pull a little aloe leaf and put put it on your burn. But um, now we know ingesting that gel is incredibly hydrating because it's it's just it's such good gel water. It's also great for um, helping with also blood sugar, but digestion is a real big thing. Be a little careful about drinking too much aloe, though it can be a cathartic and it can give you diarrhea if you drink if you drink too much. So you want to be a little careful with it. So but just maybe cutting a piece, cleaning it off, and using it as a in your infused as an infused. 
Yep. You can just open it right up, take a little spoonful, throw it in your smoothie or just eat it. Um, they also make ton, they make aloe juices now um, that you could buy in bottles. Um, you do need to be a little careful. Some are better than others. Some have a lot of sugar. You want to, you want to stay with the lower sugar ones. Mm-hmm. Aloe in and of itself helps with blood sugar also, but helps with um, heartburn, you know, real good for digestion. Wow. Now, um, you may be saying this, but you may not, I don't know, but coconut water is like, everybody's talking about coconut water right now. Is that on your list? Oh yeah. Yeah. Coconut water is fantastic. You can use that as your baseline. It has tons of electrolytes and minerals. I mean, that's the key here. That's why I even talk about putting the salt in your water. You want, um, when you're drinking so much water, plain bulk water is what we call it, like all day long, you're flushing out your electrolytes. Uh So you want to make sure you're replenishing them with electrolytes and minerals and coconut water is, is ideal for that. Really good. Yeah. Perfect. Good. Well, we're going to take, um, uh, we're going to take a break here real quick because uh, I want to, when we come back, I want to find out how we can get your book. And I want to hear some of the some of the other recipes that you have on there that um, include foods that are incredibly hydrating. Um, and let's get let's start turning into a more hydrated society here, because I think that's going to make us less cranky, too. Yeah. We're all a little cranky out there right now, so maybe it'll make us more pleasant, right? All right. Hey, everybody. So thank you for uh, watching our show today. And as you know, you could be a guest on the show as well, and you could be a sponsor and an advertiser. And I have some opportunities coming up this fall that are going to go from September to December, and your logo could go right back here on my beautiful green screen, um, as well as some product endorsements and opportunities for your product or service to get mentioned. So if that's something you're interested in, please email me at bonnie at bonniebonadeo.com. But don't go away because we're still going to talk about some recipes and other ways that we can stay hydrated because, and we got to get to this point, Dr. Cohen, too, how it affects our external beauty as well by staying hydrated on the inside. So don't go, back, don't go away. And then you're going to hear how you can get uh, Dr. Cohen's book called Quenched. We'll be right back. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Are you looking to uncover your authentic self? Looking to improve your communication, selling, or public speaking skills? Discover Naked Audience Productions trainings on public speaking, leadership, sales, and healing. Mastering the art of authentic communications can change your life in many ways. From promotions to profits to enhancing any relationship, whether it's business or personal, finding and speaking your naked truth is a beautiful thing. Visit www.napevents.com or call 877-319-2403. That's napevents.com or 877-319-2403. Are you ready for a disaster? If you are like many people in the world, that answer may sadly be no. Disasters happen unexpectedly to people just like you every day. Tune into Preparing for the Unexpected with business continuity and disaster planning expert Alex Bullock. The show will not only help you better prepare for a disaster itself, but also to prepare you, your place of employment, and community for the aftermath emotionally, financially, and with a better level of awareness and a stronger feeling of resiliency. Tune in Thursdays at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. 
Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Beauty Inside and Out with Bonnie Bonadeo. If you have a question or comment about our show, please send an email to Bonnie at BonnieBonadeo.com. That's Bonnie at BonnieBonadeo.com. Now back to Beauty Inside and Out. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you for joining us on Facebook and uh, if you're joining us on Facebook. And of course, as always, on Voice American Network here. We're on the Variety and the Health and Wellness channel. And, of course, we're all about beauty and everything that's going to make us beauty in the inside out. And my guest, Dr. Dana Cohen, is sharing with us all the ways that we can stay hydrated. And in our second segment and a little bit of the first segment, she kind of teased us with that. But she shared with us that water exists as liquid, gas, and solid. But there's new scientific and, and, and evidence, and the medical community is intrigued by this fourth source, which is a gel-like substance. And she shared uh, a few of those items that can help us to stay better hydrated, which were chia, prickly pear, um, and lychee, aloe, and lychee. And these are all like really good things. These are easy things for us to add to our diet. Now, of course, all of this information is in her book called Quenched that she uh, authored, uh, co-authored, right? Yes. And um, she's going to share with us how to be able to get access to that book here shortly. But we were just before we went to break, we were talking a little bit about um, the other the other dietary pieces and drinking water while eating your meal. It's, you know, sometimes they I've read articles where they're like, don't drink, drink water before to kind of fill you up a little bit. So you eat less. Don't drink during because it might dilute the nutrients in the food, assuming you're eating well. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, um, I think there is something to that. Um, but I don't think there's a whole lot of science behind it, except so we in the book do recommend a big glass of water, eight ounces prior to every meal. And in fact, there's some really good um, double blinded studies that have been shown just by doing that, mm-hmm. you'll lose five pounds. Yeah, you know, and they compared it to people who were dieting and the people who were dieting versus the same diet. Mm-hmm. Those who drank the water before um, lost five more pounds than those. And then also people who weren't dieting, just doing that alone, you'll lose some weight. So um, but drinking prior to your meal, you'll feel it, it may, may feel a little bit more filled up, but you need that water also to help that food. To help the digestive part too, right? Okay, good. So what what are some other dietary things that you'd like to share with us? And then, of course, I want to hear how we can get access to this book um, and uh, what we can expect. Um, So let me go through the, I'm going to give you guys three rules that you can do um, that are based from the book. So um, number one is to front load your water. 16 ounces with a pinch of sea salt and a little, maybe plus or minus lemon if you like a little flavor. Um, I actually bought a little pla- uh, glass pitcher that has the glass on top, you know, that covers the top of the pitcher. Mm-hmm. I bought it, I think it was $6 on Amazon. I keep it, I fill it up at night, keep it at my bedside, and first thing in the morning, I turn over and drink my water. Oh, okay. Easy. Um, front load your water. Number two, one green smoothie a day. And, um, and I'm even, I will give you that foundation recipe. It's 
simple. It's a, a handful of greens, whatever green you choose. It could be spinach, it could be celery, it could be um, Swiss chard, whatever you choose, kale, water, cover it with water. You can throw um, a little bit of lemon in there, a little chia seeds. I like ginger, so I throw some ginger in there um, and plus or minus maybe a half a green apple for flavor. That is the easiest, most basic smoothie recipe. Blend it all up in a blender um, and drink it down. Um, one green smoothie a day. And then do you add more. ice to it in order to make it kind of a chilled one, or do you just like it's you don't? You can. I never add ice, but you can. Okay. You can. Yeah. Um, and then the third thing is um, the third rule that I tell people is a glass of water before every meal. Um, eight ounces before every meal, which we talked about. So those are three easy rules that just by doing that, you're going to notice a difference in, in how you feel, in your energy. Um, we didn't even talk about movement as a as a hydrating act. Oh, well, let's talk about that. Okay. Um, so a few years ago, there was a very brilliant French surgeon who decided to put a camera under the skin of a living person to look at fascia. Fascia is that connective tissue in mm-hmm. our body that envelopes every organ, every cell. Fascia, before that, was only ever looked at as, on dried, desiccated cadavers. And so what we discovered when looking at this video is that fascia is a transport system for hydration. Mm-hmm. Hydration moves along our fascia. So the idea that you have to move your joints to lubricate them, we now really understand why. So once again, it's instinctual. But it's mind-blowing because we only ever thought that hydration gets moved via blood and lymph. We, this is a whole, like fascia is a hydraulic pump. This is a, this is a hydraulic pump. Right. We're pumping, you know, our head bobbing up and down moves water in our head and out of our head, out of our brain. Um, so, so sitting all day is a dehydrating act. You're, you're squelching that water delivery to the, to the periphery, to the peripheral mm-hmm. cells. Yes, so I feel it. me too I gotta get up I get up every hour and move around and go take a little short little walk and then fill up my water but I it it totally makes sense and like you said it's very instinctive but um, I think that we are becoming more and more sedentary in our ways and that can't help any of these health issues that we're up against so hopefully, you know, this information is ammunition, you know, now that you have this information, it's ammunition to do better and to, um, to get up and move um, as often as possible. By the way, we're meant to urinate every two or three hours. And if you're not getting up to urinating every two or three hours, you're probably dehydrated. Well, I had kidney stones at one point in my life, and it was probably the most painful thing I've ever experienced, far worse than having a child. Um, and I really took it to heart that to drink more water at that point and to go pee more often. Yes. Because, you know, I would just kind of like say, oh, I'll do it later. I'm too busy right now. And uh-uh, no, 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 no. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. So, that's, so that's really good. I love that. Okay. So we have our three things. Uh, front load the water in the morning, a green smoothie following that, and then before each meal, eight ounces, and then just be, get your joints moving. Just be a little bit more active. Um, yeah. and just try to get throughout the day, just do more of the infused water so that we get more of those nutrients in that gel. 
Yeah. And there's a, there's a lot more in the book. We actually give you recipes for what we call micro movements, which are these, this is a micro movement, your head bobbing. Um, mm-hmm. And like we do a whole body micro movement first thing in the morning. And then you could do them all day long while you're sitting at your chair, while you're sitting in traffic, while you're on an airplane. So um, we give recipes for micro movements. There's tons of recipes for smoothies and, and hydrating foods. And, um, and it's, it's the simplest five-day plan, once again, that anybody can do okay. um, and everybody should do. Well, tell us how we can get this book. So it's available wherever books are sold, um, Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, and uh, and it's me, Dana Cohen. It's called Quench, um, and my co-author is Gina Bria. Gina Bria. So quench, beat fatigue, drop weight, heal your body through the new science of optimum hydration. That's awesome. Yeah, thank you. Um, I appreciate it. So everybody, I want you to buy this book. We are going to get hydrated. We are going to get healthier. I'm going to commit to this. Um, Mm. These three things that you just shared, along with reading the book, of course, but uh, I'm going to commit to this front loading uh, my water in the morning with a little bit of the sea salt, um, a green smoothie, which I'm good at smoothies, but I think I have a tendency to put far more fruit in them for flavor, Mm. thinking that that's going to hydrate me, you know? Um, Yeah. And then, of course, being able to drink my eight ounces of glasses uh, before each meal, which I that I shouldn't have a problem with at all. Get a little movement going. You, you've been very educational to uh, to me and I'm sure my listeners as well. So I definitely thank you for that. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, go on to Amazon, get the book, and uh, or go into your bookstore if you still love doing that like I do. I still love to go into a bookstore and smell the books and flip through the books. Um, but order your book called Quench today from Dr. Dana Cohen. Yeah. Thank you for being a guest with us. Thank you for having me. Yeah, you bet. So next week, you guys, we're actually, um, I have a pre-record because I was at an event a couple of weeks ago and it was the NUMA event. And NUMA is um, a, a really, it's, it's a line that's been around for about seven years, but it's a hair care line that has actually got so many good nutrients, kind of like what, doc, what Dr. Dana was talking about today with us, but so many good nutrients, meeting all of the European standards of quality ingredients. And, you know, and it's, but here's the thing we always question. Sometimes when we have these type of products, we always think we have to sacrifice performance. And I can tell you that with these NUMA products, you are not sacrificing performance. So we have the CEO um, and the rest of uh, the NUMA team that's going to be sharing a little bit more about their commitment, not only to great hair, but to making sure that we're utilizing good ingredients and not putting stuff on us that we don't know the long-term effects or the impact that it could be having on our health. So be sure to join us next week. Uh, you can find me on any of my social media handles at, at Bonnie Bonadeo and at Beauty Inside and Out. And as always, remember that it's about being you in beauty. Thanks for being here. Thank you for listening to Beauty Inside and Out. Please join your host, Bonnie Bonadeo, again next Thursday afternoon at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a great week.